I've got two very short passages of scripture to read to you tonight. And the first one is in the book of Romans. The book of Romans in chapter 14. Romans chapter 14 and right at the end of verse 10. We shall all be placed before the judgment seat of God. For it is written, I live, saith the Lord, that to me shall bow every knee and every tongue shall confess to God. So then, each of us shall give an account concerning himself to God. My second scripture is in uh, Luke's Gospel, <clears throat> chapter 21. Luke chapter 21 and verse 33. The heaven and the earth shall pass away, but my words shall in no wise pass away. You know, the gospel's real. The gospel's so needful for everyone. We look at the things around us today, things we can touch and feel, and the day is coming when it's all going to pass away. I wonder if each one of us in this room tonight realises that a day is coming when we're each going to have to give an account of ourselves to God. There's no exceptions, no exemptions. Everyone that's gathered in this room tonight to give an account of themselves before a holy and a righteous God, and it's going to happen soon. And the reason why I preach the gospel is because I want to ask you if you're ready. If you were called tonight to give an account of yourself before a God who knows your heart through and through, in fact, more than that, he even knows your thoughts. He knows what you're thinking right at this moment. He knows every sin you've committed this week. In fact, he knows every sin you've committed throughout your life. When a day is coming when you're going to stand before that God and you're going to give an account of what you've done. And he knows it all. There'll be nothing hidden from his eyes with whom we have to do. It's a solemn thing, you know, that we come to the gospel and we listen to the message like it's something that we have to do at six o'clock. But the fact is that the message of the gospel concerns a holy and righteous God who has purer eye than to behold iniquity. And in a very quickly coming day, you're going to be summoned into his presence and you'll have to give an account of what you've done. <coughs> Friends, it's a pretty... It's a difficult thing, isn't it? How would you do it? How would you stand before God who knows your life from beginning to end? How would you justify the things you've done? Would it be like there's Good works in the balance and sins in the other and maybe one's outweighed the other. Friends, you know that will never work. 
when you stand before God, there's only one way in which you can be there that's acceptable to him. Never mind acceptable to you. There's only one way you can stand before him. Because there's only one person who's acceptable to God and who has never sinned, and it isn't you. The only person who has never sinned is my Saviour. And that's why I'm preaching the gospel tonight to you, because I don't know how much time you've got left. I don't know. How long will mercy's door be open? I don't know. Bible doesn't tell me. But of one thing I can be quite sure, that it won't be long. And every one of us, whether we're young or whether we're old, probably those that are old, of us that are old, have got a whole list of sins, much longer than those that are young. Of course we have. Do you know tonight? I can tell you that the blood of Jesus Christ, God's Son, cleanses from every sin. That's why I don't lie awake at night wondering how long that list is that goes back all the years that I've been alive. Because I know that I'm trusting in a Saviour who has met every righteous requirement of God. And there's not one sin left outstanding that I need lose sleep over. Because I've got peace with God. And I want to make sure you've got it too. This scripture in Romans has been upon my heart for quite a while. I often think about it. <clears throat> a wonderful thing you know that when I stand and every believer stands before the judgment seat of God you'll be standing in the presence of the one who's washed your sins away I can say that with absolute assurance just to think that though my sins be as scarlet they shall be as white as snow. <clears throat> Though they be crimson, they shall be as wool. You think of those colours, bright red, standing out there, and yet they've gone. White as snow. Because Jesus died on Calvary's cross, to wash my sins away and shed his precious blood, my saviour. Look, if he died for my sins, he died for you too. But you can't just assume that you've got your passport to heaven. Just because he died upon the cross doesn't mean that you've got an automatic salvation. Or then you say, what do I have to do? Well, I often used to preach that you don't, know, don't need to do anything. 
because Jesus has done it all, and so he has. He's done everything to satisfy the righteous requirements of God when he bore my sins in his body on the tree. But the gospel's preached for your acceptance. Now, are you ready to accept the gospel tonight? <coughs> Let me put it another way. Are you ready to meet a holy God? Are you ready to give an account of what you've done to a holy and righteous God who knows your sins through and through? Do you think that you can stand before God in that day and justify yourself on the basis of things you've done and things you've said? Oh, how charitable you've been. All those good things you've done, all those kind words you've said, surely will not, not that, that outweigh the balance? No, friend. The gospel goes out to whosoever will. But it's by believing on the Lord Jesus Christ that you'll be saved, and there isn't any other way. I don't preach the gospel here of my Saviour and present it to you as an option for you? Something else from which you can choose for your salvation? There is nothing else. It's God's way of salvation. And you're much better off with God's way of salvation than any way of salvation that you think you can contrive. Because God's way of salvation stands the sinner in good stead for eternity. Make sure that heaven is your home. Ensures that you've got peace with God because every sin is gone from before a righteous and a holy God and none can bring them up again. Isn't that wonderful? Those that you've known throughout your life and you'll see them in heaven and they won't be able to bring up your sins against you anymore because they've gone forever on a righteous basis before a holy God. And therefore I preach a salvation through Jesus tonight that I found in him my saviour and I want him to be yours. You know, I was young once. You may find it hard to believe. But, you know, I sat in the gospel and I sat in the front row by my dad and I listened to the message of salvation. And it was a message that I'd heard time and time again. But it wasn't until I came to realise that I was a sinner and I needed a saviour and I trusted him and I knew what it was to find that peace with God that nothing else could give. And now, you know, even tonight, we're in a world which is full of people looking for peace. Mm -hmm. Young people looking for peace and satisfaction. Politicians looking for peace. And they don't know where to look next. No, friend, there's only one way of peace. And that is by coming to Jesus. And it doesn't matter how young you are. You can come today. 
I know that many here, if not all, have trusted in that Saviour. But I just feel that tonight, the Saviour is appealing again for you to come and come to Jesus. I don't preach saved today and lost tomorrow because that's not in the scripture. I preach a salvation that is based upon the precious work of Jesus. And it's not dependent upon how I feel about that work. No, that work stands. The precious work of Jesus has availed for me. And believe me, if it's availed for me, it can avail for you. And I want you to come just as you are tonight. As that hymn says, just as I am, without one plea, but that thy blood was shed for me and that thou bidst me come to thee. And the answer is, O Lamb of God, I come. Can you say that tonight? Whether you're young, whether you're old, whether you've heard one or two gospel preachings, whether like me you've heard hundreds. Friend, there's a saviour in the glory tonight. And he lives and he's real. He died on Calvary's cross to wash your sins away. That's real too. He trod a pathway here, showing God's love to men. He healed, healed the leper. He opened the eyes of the blind. <coughs> Gave hearing to the deaf, able for everything, quelled the storm. Friend, is there a storm in your life at the moment? Because if there is, there's a saviour. And I commend him to you. Friend, just remember this. The things that we know today are soon going to be rolled up like a garment. And they won't be here anymore. I often think of it, you know, that it's a solemn thing that we take it for granted that at six o'clock on Lord's Day evening, those doors will be open. We take it for granted that the gospel will be preached and we come to listen to it. Usually we enjoy it. But then it's more than enjoying a gospel. It's a man in the glory. <coughs> it's a man who knows your needs. And he's able and he's willing to save. And he's able to give you a peace that's going to last forever. Do you want it? It can be yours tonight. You've only got to turn to the Saviour. And you'll find that he's able to deal with everything. I want you to trust him. I want you to put your hand in his. I want you to commit your life to him. Some of us haven't been very good at that. But the desire is there. I want you to trust this saviour. And have the blessed assurance. That he's yours forever. So these words in Romans, solemn words, <clears throat> we, shall, <coughs> we shall all 
place before the judgment seat of Christ. That's everyone in this room, without exception. Everyone in this world, without exception. You're going to have to do that. You're going to have to stand before God's judgment seat. And then, so then, each of us shall give an account concerning himself to God. Friend, I look forward to the day when I shall see my Saviour face to face. I thank him for the precious blood that's washed my sins away. I have no fear of standing before that judgment seat because I know that Jesus has dealt with everything. If there was any question asked at the judgment seat, I shall point to the atoning blood and say that, that, made my peace with God. Have you got peace with God? You need to have it, and you can have it tonight. And you can have it now. Remember that scripture that says that now is the accepted time. And now is the day of salvation. And it is. Just while you're sitting on your seat, just turn to Jesus. And tell him you want him to wash your sins away and you know he's able for it. Mm. And you can have the peace and joy that every Christian has. Mm-hmm. Mm. I read from the other scripture too. <clears throat> because I wanted you to be <clears throat> aware. We were reading this afternoon about the heavens and the earth passing away. <clears throat> And here it is again. They're going to pass away. Well, you look around on the world and you see the way in which men are acting. You can believe it, can't you? It's going to pass away. But there's something that isn't going to pass away. My words. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth on him shall not perish. The heavens may perish. The world may perish. But God's words will stand firm. Whosoever believeth on him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. Friend, this is the way of salvation. By trusting in Jesus Trusting in that precious work that was completed at Calvary. Trusting in the one who lives tonight in the glory. A man in righteousness is there. And tonight, he's waiting to be your saviour. I think it's so wonderful. The gospel message is so simple. It's so so straightforward. The youngest to the eldest can take it in. The simplicity of God's word. Just believe. Just trust this wonderful saviour. And know that your sins can be washed away when you come and repent and say sorry 
to a God who knows all about them anyway. Friends, you can't hide from God. But God's word is going to go through. We're in a world that's passing. And as the hymn says, you are passing too. That's true, isn't it? Scripture tells us elsewhere that the wages of sin is death. How real is that? But there's a one who has been into death and broken its power. And there's one who has borne my sins in his body on the tree. And I trust him. And I want you to trust him too. Will you come now? And trust this precious Saviour. Will you commit your all to him? You say well. It's another gospel preaching. And I've heard the truth of it before. I know you have. But it's not the gospel preaching. It's the person. It's Jesus. That's who it is. Day is coming you know. When he's going to come for all those who love him. I look forward to that day. What a hope it will be, you know, of being with him. I go to prepare you a place, he promised us when he was here. And he has. The work at the cross has made it possible for you to have a home above, a place reserved for you with your name on it. Names that are written in the book of life of the Lamb. How wonderful to have your name there. Everyone who trusts in Christ can have the blessed assurance that their name is written in indelible ink in the book of life of the Lamb. And when it's opened, in the day to come, there's your name. There'll be no names missing. Not one that has trusted in the precious Saviour will have the horror of finding a space where your name should be. Oh no. Friend, is your name there? He calls his own by name. If your name is in the book of life of the Lamb, you can look forward to an eternity with the one who has died for you on Calvary's tree. You'll see him face to face, the one whose face was marred more than any man's. But you'll see him face to face in that day. And you'll be able to thank him throughout eternity for all he's done for you. Look tonight, however young you are, however old you are, turn to Jesus and make absolutely sure that he's your saviour. Because he's just waiting tonight to wash your sins away. May God bless the word for you. Thank <laughs> you.